are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Spartans Nation. How on earth are we doing on this? Either Thursday night, Friday during the day, your weekend, whatever it is that you're listening. Hey, nonetheless, thank you so much for making Locked on Spartans your first listen every single day. Once again, for the second day in a row, it's not just me on the show. Over here, I've got a dapper gentleman. He goes by Graham Nelson. He's the former host of the Message Board podcast. And Graham, this is crazy. This is your third time on the show. The first two times were after miserable losses. What's it like being on here before like we start having fun? Like, are, is this weird as for you as it is for me? This is odd. <laughs> yeah. This is strange. Yeah, it is. Um, I was actually thinking about this earlier today. It's like before the prep was watch the game and then just immediately react to it. And just so happens that the games were terrible. Horrible. And yeah. so it was like super easy to react. Now I don't know what to do. It's just like I had a pretty decent day. It was fine. I feel pretty good. My son went to sleep pretty easily tonight. So like. Things are looking up. It, like, I'm very uncomfortable. I'm, I'm, I'm a very routine person. Like, something about this doesn't <laughs> sit right with me. Because we're going to go through all a bunch of superlatives, you know, like uh, player of the year all the way to the, quote, this gave me hope for the future moment of the year. But before that, uh, two things. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, whether it's on your podcasting platform, whether it's right here on YouTube. Please subscribe. That'd be awesome. Also, number two, lockedonspartans at gmail.com if you ever want to hit us up. Um Grant, like I said, like you, you used to host a podcast. So let me just ask you this right now before getting into the superlatives. What was it like? All like the drugs, the sex, the fame, the money. What, what like was it just too overwhelming for you to continue podcasting, or what got you out of the game? Yeah, it was uh, all of that. Um, okay. My wife, she got upset with you know, called the the line of of, of women <laughs> sure. at, at the door. Um, in all reality, just came down to a time thing. I kind of, I picked up the hobby legitimately as a hobby, as I was like in between jobs, uh, that are gotcha. like, during COVID. I was, I was one of the individual, you know, unfortunate individuals who was, who was, uh, laid off, you know, from their job during COVID. Um, and so I kind of picked it up the hobby and, um, in all reality, like I, I love doing it. This is why I love jumping on with you. Um, and, and I may or may not get, get back into it at a certain time, but, um, oh, this nice. time it would be significantly more thought out in terms of what the plan was because it was just essentially me talking with my buddies on a podcast, which is fine. Um, sure. and, and it's great, but there was just no direction to it. Um, I learned a lot, uh, had a ton of fun, but, um, I just kind of wanted to take a step back once I got the new job, get involved, you know, make sure everything was uh, set up there yeah. and I might go back to it. We'll see, but with a, a significantly different direction also, um, I named it the message board, which was like the intent of it was kind of to be a joke. Okay. Um, but then it right. started like, it just has, has such like a negative connotation that I think, I think people like they, they would either see it or listen or, or listen to it and be like, what, like, what do you mean the message board? Like it doesn't, this doesn't make any sense. I and, just plugged in. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and I'm not plugged in. I don't, True. I know nothing. Why not? It was more just about like getting the, the ultimate goal at the time was to get people who like liked talking about sports, who want to talk about sports, who weren't connected just to get them to, to come on and be guests similar to like what I'm doing with you. Just give them a platform. Um, and and I, I still think it's a relatively good idea, but it just needs to be a little bit more thought out. 
Well, speaking of thought out, uh, Graham, we'll, let's just get right to the heavy hitter. We're, we're not going to build up to the biggest award of the year. And I know I know every single player is watching right now. We're just going to get right to MSU player of the year for this basketball season. Now, I, I, I've lost sleep thinking about who I'm going to name for it. Because, okay, on a real note, like, here's the thing. Like, last year, very easy. Okay, Aaron Henry. Year before yep. that, very easy. Cassius Winston. Year before that, very easy. Cassius Winston again. Then before that, Miles Bridges. Before that, probably Miles Bridges. Like, and before that, okay, Denzel Valentine. Like, it, it has been a pretty, pretty straightforward MSU player of the year for quite some time now. But you can make an argument for a few of these guys, right? Like Gabe Brown, uh, AJ Hogar. Hey, hey, Tyson Walker had enough good moments. Marcus Bingham. I, I know he's got a nice cult following out there. Like, so I'll, I'll throw it to you first. I'll quit just rambling. Do you just have one at the top of your head? It's like, oh yeah, like of course it's this guy. I, I don't want to say, of course, <laughs> it's kind of a tough way to put it. But I mean, I would say sure, the player of the year in my mind is Gabe Brown, and okay. I know there was a stretch in there. You know, wasn't shooting the ball very well, but for the most part, when Gabe Gabe Brown played well, as he went, Michigan State went for the most part. Right, there was Rutgers sure. name, kind of an admiration, but um, the fact, I mean, he led the team in scoring. Defensively, he was pretty good. Um, he was, I don't want to say the most consistent, but like, I maybe, maybe, maybe he was the most consistent. I think he was, though, which speaks to this team, really. I don't right. think about it. So I was not right. necessarily compliment, but to, to him, it could be, I guess. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I don't, I don't know that, I don't know he's the best player um, on the team, but I think, I think if you, if you had to give an award for that, it, it, it would be him. Um, yeah, and just because like everyone else was, you could make an argument for um, AJ Hogard or um, Max, you know Max Christie sometimes, or even there were sure. times towards the end of the year Marcus Bingham was was you know probably the, the best player or player of the year, and Joey Hauser at times. I know people that's people don't love to say that, but Joey Hauser at times could have been playing. But I mean, as far as like consistency throughout the year, he he, pretty, he probably was, which is a little bit I don't want to say sad because he's still a really good player, and I really really like yeah. him. Um, but it's just, you know, like you said, it's it's kind of sums up how the season went. Yeah, and, and I don't think it's like recency bias either, but like it did kind of solidify for me that the end of his year was nice, right? Like in his last nine games, eight of them were in double figures. I think he got his three-point percentage back up to 40% yep. in that stretch of nine games. And then, oh yeah, that one game he didn't score in double figures, it's because he was putting Johnny Davis in a sarcophagus for the entire game in the Big yep. Ten tournament. So like... That, that kind of solidifies it for me right there. But, yeah, it's yeah. just not as runaway as it would have been, like, in years past. Like, Aaron Henry, like, no one was a close second to him last year. Like, here, right. A.J. Hogarth, like, I'll hear the arguments for – I'll hear the arguments for a lot of these guys. Hell, I'll even hear an argument for Joey Hauser just for his performance against Davidson, just to get yeah. us to the second round of the tournament. Like, that's, that's how kind of open I am to the idea of a, a close second, if not first-place guy. So, yeah, I'm not yeah, going to shame I, anyone. I, th- I think with with – um, Gabe Brown, the one thing that you could always point to, and like he might have been the only one outside um, of Jaden Akins, but that they're different because they're you know spot minutes for Jaden. But mm-hmm, sure. who like you never questioned his effort ever, not one yeah. time. There was other yeah. there was other times when players you're like either you don't know what you're doing, which is why you're not playing hard enough, or or you just aren't playing hard enough. With him, he was playing hard even if he was not shooting the ball well or not or not playing that well. The, the effort was there. All the time, in my opinion. So yeah, and I'll miss that too. And like, I mean, if anything, to a fault, like he was a little too wound up in some games. And I go <laughs> all the way back, all the way back to like the Champions Class against Kansas, and it's like, 
okay, he's he's playing at 250 miles an hour right now, and not necessarily in a good way, but hey, I'd rather see him just going you know too hard out there than just kind of lack of days ago and taking some games off. But yeah, that's a great way of putting it. That yeah, you never question anything, and it's, it's what you wanted to see out of senior captain, right? Like I think what what fell short from this team is that you never had the guy that grab someone by the jersey and I think like us MSU fans like romanticize about that just because that's all we've known the last two plus decades under Izzo is at least one or two or if not three players are that get your face guy and for the second year in a row like this team didn't really have it but everything short of that like I think Gabe Brown exemplified pretty well out there I mean just for yeah how we play this effort and yeah yeah I mean he's he's a phenomenal lead by example guy I, I can only imagine He's as well liked in the locker room. Is he a fiery yeah. leader? Obviously not. Is he gonna, you know, like you said, grab someone by the jersey? Probably not. I don't. Th- I also don't think that majority of of kids or people these are, are really like that these days. Um, and I don't necessarily yeah. think that that's that's an awful thing, um, because th- there's there's plenty of different ways to lead. And just because yeah, sure. you're a yeller and a screamer doesn't make you a great leader just because you're not a yelling and a screamer doesn't make you a great leader at all. I think it just has to do with, in my personal opinion, it has to do with more, more with the relationship that you build. And my assumption is he has great relationships with his teammates and he was able to, you know, really bring them along. And it showed towards the end of the year when they started to play better. Right. Yeah. Um, right. It's just, you wish you could have gotten that a little bit earlier. Do you know what? That's a great segue to what we're going to go to next. Cause the next segment is, is all emotional roller coaster. We're going to go lowest moment, as a fan that we had this season, but also, Hey, we're going to end the segment on highest moment as a fan. Like we're, we're going to go down, but dip our way, or I guess skyrocket our way back up here in a hot second. But Graham, I'm sorry. I got to send you to the bench here. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, that makes a lot of sense. I just clicked off a of Graham. He's not on the screen anymore, but if you're listening to the podcast, Hey, uh, you're not going to avoid this because I still got to talk about built bar. That's right. It's built bar, baby. We've been talking about this fantastic protein bar for quite some time says right here that uh, say it's as good as a candy bar. I'm not going to say that because I don't lie and I like you too much to lie to you. It tastes way better than a candy bar. That's right. Look, look, just go find a candy bar in your house, throw it away, and then get some Built Bar. Get something that's wrapped in 100% real chocolate, something that's soft, something that's chewy, a protein bar that tastes like what it actually says on the wrapper. It's not like you're biting into your old-fashioned protein bar and, oh, my God, there's just sawdust everywhere. Like, what what's happened? No, no, no. They treat your taste buds right. They treat your body right. Each built bar has about you know, 130 calories, just four grams of sugar, just four grams of net carbs, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. You deserve it. Your taste buds deserve it. And your wallet deserves this promo code. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is locked15 at built.com. When you go to built.com, smash in promo code locked15, and that gets you 15% off your order. One more time, that's promo code locked15 for 15% off at built.com. And Graham, before getting back to you, thank you for your patience, by the way. Just want to thank you all for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Graham, when were you most depressed this season? That's uh, our next category here. Lowest moment as a fan, and they're probably both when you were on the show before, right? I mean... Yes. <laughs> Before we get into that, that was like one of the most impressive live reads I've ever, like I just to You're witness like, you in action. You. Appreciate that. That's right. A, I'm, absolutely a, I'm incredible. a company man. I'm a company man. I got, I got to hawk the built bars, which are, they, they slap. I They slap. I need to, I'll buy some. I'll buy some. They're, Using lock 15, right? Using lock 15. Uh, I mean, yeah, um, 15% off your order. 
Yeah, I mean, I wrote this down like, and, and it just so happens the 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 time when I was like at the lowest, it was the night I was on the show last, the Iowa blowout when they <laughs> got do it. <laughs> absolutely. It looked like there was nothing positive in sight coming rest no. of They looked so bad, so lethargic, couldn't care less. Couldn't defend, couldn't shoot, didn't want to shoot, didn't want to be there. Like all of the everything that you can think of that was negative happened in that game. In like most, probably the most frustrating thing. And second time I'm coming back to this, but like effort just wasn't there. Um, nope. I'm like feeling myself sinking down right now, just thinking about that game being being so Perfect. down. I want to go back and listen to our podcast and just like hear our voices of just complete defeat. Uh, Two green and white Eeyores just sharing <laughs> yeah. a, a podcast together. Yeah, it must have been an electric listen. Uh, yeah. I'm sure it was cathartic for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a great one, though, God, because mine and I like it, it, it was the Illinois game because for the second time in 10 days, MSU was gifted the fact that, oh my God, like a star player is out, not just a star player, but okay, Curbelo. Okay. Am I using the term star player? kind of liberal sure. there yeah at the time yeah, yeah. At, at the time at the time yeah, yeah. the idea of Curbelo was out and but also well Coburn was out too and for the second time because it happened against Northwestern at home they had I god who was it Nance or I, I forgot who they had out regardless MSU loses that game they're gifted two injuries against Illinois and then they lose they yeah. lose they lost, yeah. and that, that was uh, that's still kind of what we had Big Ten title dreams too. Which yeah, seems naive in hindsight, but regardless, like that's when I realized, like, oh, we're this isn't just like a team that's not going to win the Big Ten title. This is a team that I'm starting to get a little kind of very worried about. Like, oh no! So, um, I I did what the kids call uh, go through it after that game. <laughs> I was um, I did not handle that like a well-adjusted adult. Cause I'm not one. Um, I did not handle that in a healthy way because I'm not healthy. So that's uh, that's probably the time I was down the worst this year. Yeah. I, I want to like what, what you just said is like, that was naive of us to think like we were in, in for the big 10, like rethink about that. I know after that, they went for a stretch. They obviously went through a terrible, terrible stretch, but like <laughs> the big 10 champion was Wisconsin who we beat twice frauds, frauds. and who yeah. are garbage frauds. Yeah. I have no idea how they, how they won the Big Ten. So it was like, say that's the naive. Like at the time, it wasn't. The entire Big Ten is fraud this year. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I have a take that I've been sitting on actually. Is that MSU is the last real Big Ten champion because this year, what well, you have Illinois and Wisconsin splitting it. Okay, both of them flame out immediately in the Big Ten tournament. Okay, so you go to last year. Well, who won? Uh, it was the team that didn't even win the most conference games that season in Michigan. Complete Mickey Mouse here. We could just cross that off. So. You got to go back to when like the last real champion was of the Big Ten, and that was your Michigan State Spartans. That's the agenda that I'm like trying to push into the offseason here, and I think I think there's enough juice behind that. I we should I don't know. we should put a banner like on the banner that says like last real Big yes. Ten title. Yes, yes, and like, like, the, like, the, rest. like the the pregame video. It's like the last graphic you see, like eight. Final fours under Tom Izzo, like three Pete. Also, last reigning real Big Ten conference winner because, and then you can just throw like your little disclaimers or asterisks in there about what has happened to the last three teams that claim 
a big I, I think you're, I think, I think you're onto something here. Maybe we, we should push yeah. this out to like Illinois and Michigan and get yeah. their opinions. Oh. Cause cause that fan base on online. They'll is, take it in stride. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> they'll they'll understand the joke they'll uh they'll they'll play along 100 yeah. percent, and yeah. it'll be fine it'll just be a great time um any other like low moments you want to mention before we pick the mood back up or uh or have you had enough of being in a bad mood in your time no. on this podcast um a very very low moment 58 seconds left against duke when you just knew it was like it's done it's over for me, and, it was a setback three, but I wasn't going to mention it. Yeah, yeah I mean, th- th- that's when you really knew. You, like, you, you really knew. But, like, at that time, I think that put him up four, right? Like, step back yeah. three, I, I think. And so there is still a little bit of, of life, but I think it was, like, 58 seconds. It was, like, I think they took, like, the seven-point lead then that it was just, like, oh, okay, this is real. It's over. Now, I don't think any one of us went into the game expecting to, to win that game. But no, when you're up with two minutes to go, you have the lead with two minutes to go. It that that hurt, and then also I'm just now I'm just spewing negative things. Northwestern loss because that was like the first sign of here we go. Like, <laughs> the, like are you are you kidding me? And kind of what you talk about, and then like that backed up by by the Illinois loss. Man alive! Now you're getting me. You're, you're leading. Oh me boy. Oh no! Oh no! Because like, also like with the Northwestern loss too. Like, MSU was kind of walking a tightrope. Were they not? Like, they barely beat yeah. Minnesota. Like, even the Northwestern game on the road was a little dicey. I know that on paper we beat high point by 13 points that was a little scary at times so like it was finally like okay the, the walenda act is over are we really this bad or yeah what? which i think it ended up fine they, I mean, they are michigan state was exactly if we if we're like honest with ourselves and truly objective they are exactly what we legit like you truly thought they would be at the beginning of the year. Like yes. a team that could be good, a team yeah. that could be bad, gonna make yeah. the tournament. We'll see what yeah. happens. Like them being ranked the first team outside of the AP top twenty five in the preseason poll, bang on. Like that that is probably the most like apt place you could have put in a team <laughs> yep. in the preseason. Yep. And sure, like the whole rise of getting in the top ten. Like, this is obviously why it hurts, because we saw that whole thing happen. And, like, oh, my God, in the Battle for Atlantis, we look okay. Yeah. This is good. Things are looking good. Actually, you know what? Let's just get right to it right now, because we this could bleed into this topic. Highest moment as a fan of the year. What what was, like, just the pure jubilation for you? What? what, what okay, so as, as low as you were for, like, the Northwestern game, where, like, you know, Duke yep. takes the lead, what's the opposite side of the pendulum there? Yeah, the um, so there's two things. Like one is looking back to where where I was at that moment, and that was the Wisconsin road win, like the absolute Absolutely. manhandling of Wisconsin on the road. That's because great. that at at the time you're like, oh man, we got something for real. You know what I mean? Like something <laughs> real is here. I know. Even though I even though we just spent like 30 seconds talking about how big how fraudulent Wisconsin was. But that's not the point. Let's just act that's like fine. we didn't say at that. The, at the time, you didn't know how fraudulent they were. At the time, right. it felt real to me. That's yeah. Right, right. And then um, the Big Ten tourney because it's like you could just see it. That's my. You know what I mean? I you could see it, and like you could feel it. Like okay, this team figured something out, and maybe it was just like we just need to play harder. Maybe that's all it was. Um, but those are probably the two moments that I was like, man, like this is why I love. Michigan State basketball. This is why I love yep. what Tom Izzo does. This is why people say that say the stuff they do about Tom Izzo, the positive stuff. 
because he he for whatever reason he just figures it out. I know. It, it seemed like he was squarely just back on his BS. Yeah, heading into March, like okay, kind of fizzled out at the end of the year. We had a good win against Purdue, which I got. It's like that. That's in my top five for highest moments of the fan. That's obvious. Last second shot against a Purdue team, and if you won, you essentially got your way into the tournament because it was looking just like kind of barely dicey there. But that was the nail in the tournament coffin, which was great. Um, I, I can't sit here and not talk about a, a wide receiver dribbling the clock out against the preseason number six team in the nation uh, in yeah. Michigan at the end of January. I was also like, now, now this is me going on a selfish tangent here, but I was down in Chicago for my buddy's thirtieth birthday party at a dart bar. Drinking Miller Lite at a clip, unknown to mankind. Like vibes were never higher in in, in this body of of yours truly over here. So like that is a, a fond memory yeah, was, that I've like, forgotten bits and pieces of. But yeah, it was like that was borderline crazy. like the greatest day of your life. Like it it was up there. Yeah, I, I think my wife is still awake, so uh, so I'll keep it quiet. But absolutely, it was. It was it was so much fun. It was great. yeah. So um, it was it was great. Uh, and also like, and now this is niche. Like this is probably like number five in, in my top five list, but something about that Loyola game at battle for Atlantis had me feeling like, okay, okay. It, it won't be that bad this year. Last year was really bad. Last year yep. sucked. This was terrible, but like looked decent against Kansas, but still that's, that's not a win, but you beat a good Loyola team. And then parlayed into the Yukon game the day after it's like, Hey, I'll be able to like smile, watch Michigan State basketball this year. Yeah, maybe more than just three times. So like that was, that was pretty cool too. I yeah, like that, that. that that was a fun tournament because at that time it was such like like you, you gave us gave you like really really good hope or, or it just kind of um, cemented what we had kind of thought going in season. Like this team could be pretty good, right? Um, and plus, it's just a fun time. I mean, watching basketball on back to back days is so much fun. It's you awesome. know. It's great. Um, and like you're a Thanksgiving, like and if you're in a Thanksgiving setting where, you know, conversation isn't is flowing or it's uh, not not a, you know, family see all the time. So it's choppy. Like you got that to talk about in the background, right? Yeah. Like it's just like, hey, what's going on in the state game? Like, oh, oh, they're making a seven point comeback late in the game to beat UConn. So yeah, and Julius Marble scoring like 12 points in the last uh, two minutes. Casual. Casual. Why just not? casual. Yeah. You know, something light. Um. We're going to get to takes here in a little bit, Graham. Like, take of the year. Now, we're going to take this any way possible. Either our best take that we absolutely nailed or our worst take, some that we would absolutely want to take back. We got all sorts of that. But, Graham, I, I got to just wave by to you right now really quick because I got to talk to the fine people about betonline.net. Woo! That's right. Uh, after months of playing, college basketball has determined the top teams for the Final Four and will determine this year's national champion this coming week betonline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting needs and sports info for all the latest odds contests and player props you name it betonline remains the best spot for all your sports and your latest sports developments including well podcasts and reviews for all the leagues this season and it's not just basketball Mm -mm. betonline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information and needs including live betting and your favorite vegas casino games so head to the website today Use your mobile device. Learn more about the trends in action at Bet Online, where the game starts. Graham, we're back, baby, and uh, <laughs> we got to get some some takes off our chest. Now, you were saying before we started recording that you just had scintillating takes. Like you were just like I know you. You're a hothead. Like you you just go off the cuff completely all the time. You're yeah. uh, borderline erratic. Uh, what's like? Do you have any takes that are either a just funny to look back on because they were dead wrong, which I got. I got one of those right here. Or 
or B, do you want to like bat flip? And he takes me like, uh, yeah, I nailed that. No, no. Cause these are like, I wouldn't even consider these takes, but um, <laughs> I would, I would just say they're, they're more like where I was wrong and where I was right. You know what I mean? Like Perfect. less takey than anything. So like, I'll start with where I was wrong. AJ Hoggard. Okay. I was wrong. I didn't, I thought the guy was, I thought the guy was going to need to leave the program. Hand up. Uh, I'm, I'm right with you. I'm right with you. Yeah, that that's, that's one thing I've written now. So we just cross that off. Yeah. So, I, um, um, yeah. I mean, and just like the, his improvement, what he did towards the end of the year was absolutely, I mean, what he did to Purdue, even though in a, in a loss um, in the big 10 tournament game was absolutely incredible. Um, I legitimately thought, as I mentioned, like I, I thought he was gonna have to leave the program because I just didn't think he could play at this level. Um, yeah. Boy, was I wrong because he's looked. He's he, he's gonna be an All Big Ten type player next year. Um, it's kind of the future, without question. <laughs> yeah, um, it may be with the best backup point guard the Big Ten's ever seen. Like yeah. as a backup, you know, right, um, or a wing player. Um, do you have any, or would you like me to go where I was right? I just want to add something on that AJ Hogarth thing too. And it's just like, I don't, I don't think I was really like wrong about this. I just didn't know he had it in him, but like he has some dog in him. And he I does. had, I had no idea until like, I think it was maybe the Indiana home game this year where like, I start to see me as like, Oh, he hasn't stopped talking to these people yet. Like he is, yeah. he is doing it to them and he's letting them know about it, which like yeah. I absolutely love. So like, yeah, for, you know, once again, like us state fans that romanticize, like having a, junkyard rottweiler dog in there like that's him that, yeah, that's our guy like th- there he is <laughs> yeah you, yeah you this get, one you, people you know they're begging and clamoring or begging and clamoring for the you know grab someone by the shirt or that that, that kind of attitude like that's your dude now i would also yeah. uh there was also plenty of times when he was barking at his teammates when i thought in my maybe uneducated yeah. opinion that he was the one who made the mistake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that sounds, if, come on. If we can just balance that out a little bit, that would be great because I know, in yeah, I, I played sports a very, very long time ago. Um, but like, if someone was yelling at me and they were the ones screwing up, I would not appreciate that very much. But that's a tough look. <laughs> I digress. Anyway, I mean, but again, like, super wrong about him. Super excited about his future. You know, he's going to work, and you know, he's he's going to improve that jump shot. Um, because the form isn't – it's not great, but it's not awful. Um, yeah, it, sure. It can be, it can be worked with. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but that definitely wrong on him. I'll go back even for – here's – you want to talk about a terrible take. This is like three years, three years in the making. Um, at one point, I said Rocket Watts was going to be the Big Ten Player of the Year. Okay. Um, I can't hate that. Yeah. I mean, you can because he doesn't play in the Big Ten anymore. There's still, um, there's still time left in his career. There's still time left. People I guess he's going he's, he's to have a fifth year. That dude, like, there's a chance he ends up at Minnesota in year five scoring, like, 30 a game. So On 42 shots. Yeah, right. May, maybe I'm going to hold on to this one, actually. I'll buy that stock, actually. It's probably, like, <laughs> two cents per share. But, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll truckload some money in there. <laughs> Why not? Let's go. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, I've, I've had bad takes. Um, like, and. Okay, so so one right down in front of me, like I don't think it was like anything that crazy, but uh, at some point, just like how nonchalantly, like I just said, like okay, yeah, Max Christie's going to be your freshman Big Ten Player of the Year, like because at one point he won like five of the seven Freshman of the Week awards that were available, and then well, yeah, you know, it might have been the worst, this, but the worst Big Ten Freshman class like ever. But um, 
That's not a hot take, man. I know. It's just like something I had to share. It's just like, hey, remember when, like, it, like you know, it's kind of like going back to the uh, Wisconsin game on the road. Like, hey, remember that? Remember how great we felt? And remember how, like, nothing really actually came from that at all I'm, in ten this season. It's like, hey, remember uh, when we talked about Max Christie just being a shoe in for Big Ten Freshman of the Year? And but hey, listen, I, again, I, I will caveat with this. Love the kid. I, I think he's got a good future here. I think he's got all the tools. He just needs a little bit more uh, energy in the legs, which is understandable. Playing 30 minutes a night as a freshman is a lot. So yada, yada, yada. I like Max Christie, but that's okay. one. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say this and this may be, I, I said, I don't come with takes. My Twitter handle is at Graham D one four. All right. Let me write that down. Okay. Okay. You can yep. uh, DM me. Okay. And I will give you my address. Okay. If you don't like Max Christie and do not think he is uh, going to be the next great Michigan State Spartan, you can come to my house and fight me. Okay. Th- that's not even a take. That's a threat, which I like even more. That, you know what? Next year, when we do the show again, we're going to do threat of the year, and that's the <laughs> yeah. front runner right there. I love that. Well, I'm not, here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not traveling to fight you. You can come here. No. Yeah, you can c- come catch these hands on yeah. my porch. You know, yeah, I, when cool. I say fight, we'll sit on the two rocking chairs that I have in the patio and have a nice civil conversation about it. Yeah, yeah. we'll share a beer. Yeah, I got some more Miller Lite uh, that I yeah. can share with you guys. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, no yeah. But that's, I mean, like, I he showed so much this year, and everyone know, like, we don't need to get into and like, yeah, he needs to put on weight. Yeah, he needs to get stronger. Like, no, of course, no shit. Everyone knows that, right? Yeah. Um, sorry for cussing, but that's fine. Everything. You, you can see it all, and if you can't see it, that's your problem, not anyone else's. Yeah, so I, right on. I'll I'll stand on. I'll, I will fall on that mountain, and, and you can record this. You can do whatever you want. In next year, if he's not playing that well, bring it back up to me, and I'll still fight for him. Yeah, let's go. There, I like, there you I, go. Graham comes on the podcast to do two things. One is play my therapist, which we're having a good time today. He doesn't have to do that. Number two. Pick some fights. Start making some fight cards. I love that, baby. Let's go. Love this niche that you've car- carved out here. That's what I'm talking about. Grant, when, when were you right this year? Talk, talk to me about the times you were right. Let's let's pimp out some of these these statements, these hot takes that you nailed. Um, again, this is very, very Luke, Luke, Luke warm. Okay. Um, but at the beginning of the year, like during the Kansas game, when everyone was freaking out, I kept saying, like, this team's going to be pretty good. And – like look at you go. You could see it, and like they were, they were pretty good, right? By all standards, they were great. I would say so. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. Um, again, that's like that's a lukewarm uh, take <laughs> there. But and the yeah, other thing, will be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my like I told you before the show. Like I, I'm Sweden. I'm like in the middle on everything, and so. Sure. But but like that's for me to say like, hey, they're gonna be pretty good. That's you know that's that's kind of a. That's Stepping me out. raising my voice. That's me going right. like Max Christie de- de- defense mechanism here. Um, and the other thing, like uh, I've been saying this for two years now, a little backstory. And I think I mentioned this before, but I'd lived in Milwaukee for 10 years. I watched Joey Hauser play at Marquette okay. live a number of times. Gotcha. Um, and when he transferred, I tried like my Twitter following is so limited, but you know, I jump in conversations here and there, whatever. What? Okay. I tried to tell people like, you need to calm your expectations. This guy is going to like, he's a really, really, really good third option. Gotcha. Okay. From from the get go. Now that being said, he can be a really, really good third option. And at the beginning of the year, I kept going like, he is going to be, he's a good player. Joey Hauser is good. He is needed on this team to be good. And Mm -hmm. I think I was right. 
with that. Joey Hauser, specifically February so. on, was a very, very good and integral part of the basketball team. And if you got a full season of Joey Hauser February to the end of the year, every Michigan State person would be extremely happy with that. Yeah. And I and I was with with his last yeah. And you know, actually I, I didn't even have that written down. And that's the most obvious one that I was pretty raw on. At the time, like, okay, I was right because he wasn't playing well, but like, oh my goodness gracious, uh Joey Hauser can punch me in the face whenever he wants because uh <laughs> yeah. he, he turned things around, needless to say. Um, am I thinking too much about the Davidson game? No, I don't actually think I am because like he had moments in that home stretch of the year where it's like, hey, yeah, this is this is this is this is the Joey Hauser that Graham said that we would get. This is what yeah. I'm talking about, baby. Well, so yeah, look at us go. I mean, it is, I mean, he was making shots, playing like obviously he's got his limitations defensively, but like every he's not, not pros. Forever, though, you know, yeah. right, right. He's trying. He's trying his best. Yeah, and like he's, he's still, still, so far. <laughs> for his athletic limitations, he's still a really good rebounder and he started to play hard and the thing that I love to see him is there seemed to be like towards the end of the year there was that catch and shoot. Like if he was getting it, it was going up. And you, and you yeah. got to a point when he shot it, you're like, your expectation was that was going in. Where the first half of his career with Michigan State, the expectations, he's missing that. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Um, Just really quick, I like I just want to talk about like the the one thing that I said, right? And it wasn't even this year. It was in the offseason. I, I, I just want to say that my stock's looking good in my uh, Jaden Akins is going to be a better recruit for Michigan State than Imani Bates is. And that's what I said that when Imani was still committed to this team. This, this wasn't me going sour grapes. Okay. And saying, oh, screw the kid. We don't need him anyway. Like, no, no, no. That's how much I love Jaden Akins and his film as a high school player. Hey, there's a lot of time left. Amani uh, can turn this thing around and put up 28 and 11 next year. I, I don't think he will. But, like, I, I think that we all saw the year that Amani Bates had. Yep. Yikes. Got quasi sent home for, like, a month and a half there. And then Jaden Akins, I, I joke about it, but I'm also serious about it. Like, he's the most hyped up. 3.8 per point player that MSU has ever seen ever. Like everyone loves this kid's game. Everyone sees nothing but a great future in front of him. So like, I, hey, I'm just saying that that stock is looking pretty good as crazy yeah. as that sounded back in the day. There, there was maybe like a, a, like one or two or five beers behind that take when I said it, but like I woke up and I was like, no, 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 no. I'm digging my feet in that sand. I, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm doubling down on that one. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. It, so that's, it, uh, I mean, obviously it turned out well, um, so far. You, so far. Yeah, so far. I mean, with Jaden Akins, it's so – like, you know, you hear Izzo and, and other coaches talk about, like, specifically when Hauser wasn't playing well, like, he does a lot of little things that, that you guys don't see. Sure. Like, Jaden Akins does a lot of little things, and you see him. You know yeah. what I mean? Right, like, right. Like, the offensive rebounding, the defense, the stuff that, like, the the, the loose balls, the tip, like – and then his, like, big-time shot making, it's mm-hmm. – you all see it, and it's an absolute blast to watch. Plus, he just seems like a really good kid, so – Right, could be, I, could, be, could be off. I could be wrong, but and I, yeah, yeah, just a rat bastard. Yeah, uh, I think it was you that said it. Actually, is um, it it seems like he really has a good understanding of like okay when he has to take matters into his own hands, which for a freshman in a spot role, very rare. But when the time is there, he takes advantage of it and yeah, puts up those big shots. And also, well, on the contrary, like he knows his role in the team at all times. Yeah. And also, well, it's going to have an uptick next year. Yep, well, one could think, but. And actually, God, this funnels so greatly into our final topic, but the, I had no good name for this category. So this is the quote, this gave me hope for the future end quote moment of the year. Like, is there something that happened in a game or a game as a whole that you thought like, you know, things are just like not really that great this year, but next year, 
I'm starting to look forward to that next year. Like, is there anything that pops up in your head? Because there's one distinct one that pops into my head. But if you're ready to just fire it off, go for it, man. I want I want to hear yours first. You have a, I don't have because I don't have a specific moment. It's a strange one. It's a really strange one, and it's because it came in a loss, and it came in the loss to Purdue in the Big Ten tournament. But it was just seeing AJ Hogard in the second half, and him just kind of just being just like big you know what energy and be like all right fine i'll just do it myself like i'll just get it done like i'll I'll go through the lane i'll work this pick and roll really well i will get it done in the paint like fine fine no one else here wants to do it let's go let's do it and he was pretty successful at it now of course they didn't get the win because they dug themselves a pretty big hole but like i was like oh my god like this is gonna be our leader next year like yeah yeah, love yeah. that agent. So like that's that that's mine. It, it, oddly enough, came in a loss, but hey, at the end of the year, and that was like the the climax of seeing the growth of AJ Hogarth being like, oh yeah, he's ready. This this is our guy. This is yeah. a, a Michigan State point guard if I've ever seen one. That's that's the kind of as you were talking um, and asking the question. That's kind of like the the thing that popped up into my head is like they're you you have your your point guard in Michigan State. If they don't have a point guard, they're never good, right? If they don't have a lead right. point guard, they're they're not good. I shouldn't say that. They're just not going to get to where they need to go. That's that's how the system right. works. Yeah. Yeah. So with that with that being said, that moment, what you just talked about, absolutely 100% agree with. So this isn't a moment. It's just more of like a shift that I'm seeing in, what, in the type of player that Mission State is recruiting. If you look at the guys that are there and the guys that they have coming in, I think you're seeing a potential shift in philosophy in the way that Tom Izzo is going to be coaching. He's going – I agree. Not not next year, but the year after, he will have five guys on his squad who can play point guard. Five of them. Yeah. yeah. So what what that means to me is like he is um, looking to play a little more up tempo. We're going to defend the heck out of people on the perimeter, and instead of like getting it to one point guard, we're just getting whoever has the ball. We're getting out and running. Go for um, it. Because yeah. and he and we're going to run one way or another. God. I, you, you've nailed it too. And like, I've also kind of got like wasps of that in the transfer portal because, you know, he hasn't reached out to everyone, but like the guys he has reached out to, and these are just two names that exemplify that, like Terrence Shannon. Okay. Yeah. That's just like I said, like a guard that just, okay, get out and run. And also Jalen Bridges, like just an yeah. athlete, just yeah. athletes, which is just, Hey, great. Awesome. That's fine. Like I'm watching Houston and it's like, sh- like this kind of reminds me of like those mid 2000 state teams. So it's, it's almost like we're taking a step back. Yep. To move two steps forward. That sounds like it came out of a McConaughey-Lincoln commercial right there. I say, <laughs> yeah, uh, but, like, there's something to that, though, right? Like, it's just like we're, we're, we're back to – you know, hey, here, here's one for the crowd. You ready for this one? We're getting dogs, baby. We're getting some Spartan dogs up in here. So it's uh, it, it's dog hunting season. So I, yeah. yeah, but I, I think you're bang on with that. I do. Yeah. And then there's two two other things. Talked about it. Max Christie, Jay Nakins. Mm-hmm. That's the future of the program. Mm-hmm. Those are, in my opinion, next year come February. Those are your two best players you have on the team. Yeah, and it's going to be a a shift of I don't know power or whatever. At some point, even AJ Hoggard and you know the rest of the guys are going to be good, but they're going to not take a back seat. But the other guys are going to get those two, Christie and, and Aiken, are going to get so much better that they're going to see them start to take over games. And if with if you have your wings as like who can get out and run and score and defend with a point guard that can break break people down in the in the half court, 
I don't care who you're playing at center. You're singing to care. me. You're singing to me. Yeah, yeah. God, that sounds like so. a great time. That sounds like that just sounds like fun. That, now that sounds like some fun Michigan State basketball right there. That's yeah. Not, I, that's now I'm all look. I went. I went through it. This this oh, yeah. this episode. God, ups and downs. This is beautiful. Yeah. Hey, you know what though? We had ups this time, Graham, and that's yes, all that matters. Did. For once, you join a show, and and <laughs> I'm not a mopey zoo line that you're just trying to drag to the finish line on a show that's like not even yours. That you're just come on as a very generous guest, and I normally would just have you on to kind of just drag my husk of a soul through three minutes but uh this, this was i had fun i like i had fun which was uh, again change of speed for us but yeah so thanks a ton I, for joining me. I have great. one question for you before we go i got one answer for you um who's your favorite michigan state football coach not named mel tucker like currently on the staff or of all time currently on the staff Brandon Jordan has me feeling some type of way. <laughs> Brandon, okay. Brandon Jordan has me feeling frisky on the inside. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's just something new. It's something unique. Like, it, it, you talk about, like, spicing things up somewhere. Like, we've gone through the whole D'Antonio era of, like, just the same 10 faces for, like, the better part of a decade. Yeah. And now we get this young kid that just, oh, just had 30 or 40 NFL defense or NFL all-stars basically on campus. And, oh, he's like really in good connections with a lot of high school kids. Like after seeing Georgia trench their way to a national title and just have animals on on the defensive line, like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to go with the young spring chicken uh, pass rush specialist coach, Brandon Jordan. That's going to have to be it for me. But God, there's. Jay Johnson, you know, Jay Johnson and Joey Hauser, both in the same car, uh, deserve to run me over because I had some not nice things to say about Jay Johnson after his first Yeah, game. I remember you you <laughs> and you and uh, I believe Will had some takes for Jay Johnson in year one. Um, Will's a little more uh, healthy than I am, and okay. I was uh, I was unhinged. I'll, I'll just say it. <laughs> I, 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 lost, I did not take the Rutgers loss uh, well, necessarily. Um, now, I could. I could use the fact that my kid was born just three days prior and I was only off of 40 minutes of sleep and I was delirious. I would do that if I was a man of excuses, but Graham, I'm not <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm going to stand up guy here. So uh, that was, that was not a good moment for me. That was not, that was not a good moment for me. And uh, Jay Johnson needs to punish me for that by um, throwing me down a flight of stairs at Spartan stadium. So whenever he wants to do that, um, Probably doesn't even know who I am. Like I doubt, highly doubt he heard that. He, um, he, but he, he I mean, Jay Johnson strikes me as a guy who's all over social media and yeah, um, he locked was in. locked on Spartans, his team every single day. That's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wouldn't that be incredible if you found out like one of these like is a listener show every single day? I would curl up into a ball and uh, <laughs> that'd be something else. Um, that'd be cool, but I, I also kind of hope not. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm conflicted on that. I've never really, I, I, that here's how sure I am that like, that absolutely doesn't happen. Is that like, I've never thought about that for a second. Well, I, yeah. For, I, it I, doesn't for happen. A second. Yeah. But right. can you imagine like you, you just get, you get a note or like get an email and, and it's actually from Tom. Oh. And you're like, <laughs> and he just comes in with some flaming, flaming takes about, uh, about I would hoops. read off his email on the show, which would just absolutely incinerate me. Like he would put me through a wood chipper, and then I would probably just take like the next week off of shows, just let things blow yeah. over. Kind of 
maybe like do like a retreat, like the one Aaron Rodgers did, come back as a new person and like a lot more tame and calm and like more thought out about my takes. And then like we'll have a game like against Illinois this year and then I'm just back to the old man. So <laughs> that's that, that's how that would happen. We, we all know how this would happen. So yeah. that's that's that. But yeah, God, that's a, that's a great question. Who, did you have a favorite football coach or? Uh, I, I really like Jay Johnson. I asked yeah. that because I knew you didn't like him. Uh, oh, I love him now. I, well, love I, know him. You do, I know you do now, but I, I knew you used to have yeah. some, some some hot before we knew each other. Um, I was wrong. If you, if you, if you here, let, let me uh, click on this one. Uh, okay, personal take of the year graphic uh, for football. That that's by far the, the worst one I've had, and that's even worse than my Connor Hayward takes that, that I had. Like that, well, the Connor Hayward takes at the time were right. You know, they, I didn't want to say it, so I'm glad someone did. But yeah, uh, and, and uh, again, thrilled to be wrong. Seems like a great kid too. So, which I, yeah, that's I what, actually, that's what I feel bad about. That's what I feel bad about. It's like, Oh my God, this kid's, I, I know, he's an incredible person. Like, Oh, geez. Yeah. I actually uh, ran into him at the uh, Mac championship game. I took my son to it and uh, nice. he was there and just said hi for a second, but seemed like a really nice guy. Also a lot, I don't just a lot shorter than I expected. I mean, I'm six two, okay. so I'm not like small, but like I was bigger that's than him. Um, oh, nice. Look at you. Yeah, which I thought, I, I don't know. I just assumed he'd be a lot bigger, but nice. that's that. There we go. He was super nice. They're watching Rocky. So, gotcha. Bada bing, bada boom. Saw Rocky in person once. Uh, his hair, 10 times better looking in person. I'm just going to say <laughs> that right now. Like, it, it it has like a sheen to it. Like, it is ve- it, very, very worth the hype, his hair. He's, so, he, he, handsome kid. Where, oh, is, where have we gone? This is typical of my year podcast. Now we're talking about Rocky Lombardi's hair and how handsome he is. Yeah, hey, people tail off by the forty-five minute mark. No way anyone's listening right now. Right? I mean, it can't be. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So um, again, I, I asked. You know, hey, are you fine for twenty-five minutes? So, and I think we're approaching the twenty-five minute mark right now. So, thank you very much for that. Um, on a serious note, thanks for hanging around for forty-five minutes with with me. That sounds like a horrible way to spend a night, but hey, thanks, man. Really do appreciate. No, it. dude, I, I I love coming on the show. I love listening to you. I, I appreciate it. Any time. Uh... Anytime any of your other like guests who are important and actually have knowledge about Michigan State can't come, you just let me know. All right. I'll see you tomorrow then. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> cool. right, Until next time. Hey, Graham, you're the best. And uh, also, listeners, you guys are all the best. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. See you next week. See you on Monday. Let's go. Go Green.